Welcome to episode number 99 of the Bad Bitches Losing Weight Podcast. I am your host and fearless leader, Melissa Rhonda. I am a nutritionist and weight loss coach for women who are ready to change their motherfucking lives. Now, normally, I just pop this mic in and I put my headphones on and we have a little chitty chat. But today, I'm having some resistance. It's sort of been like a theme all day. My workout was kind of shitty. My husband just left for a work trip and it's snowing really bad. So I don't really like the fact that he's on a plane right now. And I don't know. Can I just be real fucking honest? I think honesty has gotten me this far in life. So I'm just going to share what's coming up for me right now. I don't know if I give off the impression of anything different, but I want you to know that I am not special. Like, yes, I'll say confident things like I'm your fearless leader and I talk about how I'm fucking consistent and a lot of people aren't or whatever the fuck my idiosyncrasies or whatever the fuck are, right? But if I could have a shirt made that I walked around with every day that served every else around me, the shirt would say, I'm not fucking special. I, this is important that you know this and that you get this and that you feel this from me because you need to know that I'm not fucking special. Like, I have fears come up and I have resistance to things and I struggle and sometimes I just want to rip my fucking hair out and sometimes I say I want to quit and sometimes I'm disappointed in myself but also there's those moments in which everything's fucking amazing. I feel like a goddamn fucking rock star and I open my mouth and shit comes out that is fucking magical. But it's the yin and it's the yang of it. And I think it's really important that we talk about that today. And full disclosure, this really wasn't what I wanted to talk about with you today. But I'm hopefully going to find a way to wrap all of this around and chat with you about ultimately what I wanted to share with you today, which is how to create the life and the body that you want. And I want you to stay tuned towards the end of this episode because if things do work out as planned, I created a worksheet for you. I wanted you to have something that you could listen to this episode and then grab the link and download the worksheet. I created this earlier today because I was inspired by the idea that I'm not fucking special, okay? Because I see, you know how I've talked about in past episodes, kind of like ad nauseum, but the way that our brain works is that we specifically will see patterns and we're also kind of seeing things that we're looking for, right? Which weird and totally off topic, but my husband <laughs> has been seeing 666 everywhere. And then I looked up something on like my Facebook ads and it was like $6.66. And then I opened a medical bill the other day and our amount due was $6.66 after the insurance. And I was like, what the actual fuck is happening? <laughs> but I don't really believe in that kind of stuff. So it's not really a big deal. But our brains will look for patterns, right? This is really what I'm saying. It just happens to be that 666 has a, a really negative connotation, right? But I see a lot of people being stopped because they have like expectations of how they think things should be, 
right? And so people will say like, oh my gosh, I want to lose weight. But then other things that will come up for them are like, well, they have fear, right? They're they're worried about like how if they could do it and how hard it's going to be and if they could sustain it and all of that stuff, which we'll talk about hopefully in a few minutes. But my point being this, so the fuck what? Like, and I mean this with so much love, but like if you just looked at everything that's in your brain, that's a bullshit story and you're feeling resistant, just saying so the fuck what? Because I, that has gotten me so far because I have podcast episodes that I'm like, what the fuck? I can't like say anything that is remotely articulate at all, right? And I'm struggling through it. But then the next thought that I have is so the fuck what? right? Like, what the fuck are you going to do about it, Melissa? And I think this is the difference between success and failure. At any given moment, I've had the opportunity to choose failure or choose success, right? So let's say just a podcast episode, like it's, I'm Sam struggling it. Like, if you were to think about this in the way that some people think about diets, just the moment that I have a struggle, the moment that I'm not articulate, the moment that I have to hit record three times, because I'm just like, can't get my fucking vibes, right? That I just make that mean something about me. And then I'm like, see, I knew I wasn't supposed to have a podcast. This is fucking stupid. Forget about it. Forget it. Forget it. See, I knew. What, how, why do I even fucking dare? Like, I knew I was never going to be able to have this. That's the story that so many women tell themselves about their weight loss journey. When the truth be told, the answer is so the fuck what? right? What the fuck are you going to do about it? And I've been really kind of triggered lately because I've seen a lot of messaging coming up and it's really speaking to exactly what victims want to hear, which is like, you're allowed to have whatever feelings you want. And and listen, I'm not saying that you're not allowed to have those feelings, but what I am saying is, how the fuck do you want to feel? And checking in real quick with 99.9% of you, you want to feel fucking powerful. You want to feel confident. You want to feel sexy. So let's concentrate on what you fucking want instead about fucking creating that, right? Instead of going, well, you know, I just feel the way that I feel. Because like right now I'm feeling resistance to recording this episode and I've been fucking struggling. And full disclosure, it's six o'clock at night and this podcast is due to you tomorrow. Oh, the pressure. I poured myself a half a glass of red wine, locked myself in my bedroom. It was like, so the fuck what? I owe these women an episode. I've got something on my heart that I want to fucking say to them. And it's got to fucking come out. It's just the way that it is. It's like not even fucking negotiable. It's just the energetic expectation I have for my life. I want you to be able to count on me every Tuesday and Friday. So, so the fuck what? Show the fuck up right? Like, I think that, man, we haven't even hit the song yet. (laughs) You know, the way that life in general works is that we tend to, like, you know, with the whole Me Too movement, right? It was like, before this, men were fucking disgusting dogs, right? In so many ways, not all men, but I'm just generalizing the theme, right? Like, oh, you know, like, like, mad men sort of vibes, right? Like, 
just treating women like they're a piece of meat, right? And then the Me Too movement comes along and then it was like a witch hunt against every man that ever existed, ever. Obviously, I'm I'm being theatrical. It's not that I'm like, I'm super for the Me Too movement and I've got some serious Me Too movement stories. But what I'm saying is this, it, that's how shit gets balanced out, right? Like men were fucking tyrants and disgusting and awful in so many ways. And so the Me Too movement had to equally be as bold and loud and unapologetic. And then what happens is things start to balance out after that. And then it's like, hopefully I see us moving towards like, yes, like we look back and go, oh my God, I can't even imagine a world in which men and women, that's the plan. Anyway, that's <laughs> that's where I hope the world is going. But we need to do those things because it's kind of like creates the equilibrium. It's sort of like the yin and the yang of life. And I think there's been a messaging for quite some time that's really telling people like, you're a victim and you've got feelings and you're sad, right? And I, I apologize to any millennial, but that's really been kind of like the battle cry of millennial, right? A lot of millennials have really been like very sensitive and really, you know, like getting their feelings hurt, right? That's sort of been the thing, like give every, give every millennial like a trophy was sort of like the shtick that everyone would say, right? But that only makes sense because our grand, my grandparents, right? They were like over the top insensitive to children's needs. So it makes sense that the parents of millennials have children that they're really sensitive, almost overly sensitive to their child's needs because we're just trying to find balance. That makes sense. Then the generation after millennials will hopefully have like a little bit better balance of expectations of life and and their place in it right? Every generation, like I'm not picking on millennials and I'm not picking on old people. Like every generation, I we all have our sort of thing. And I just think of life and, and community and culture and society is sort of like a living, breathing organism, right? And it's always shifting and changing. A bit kind of like ocean waves. That's sort of how I think about it. Now, the ocean wave that's really been coming up a lot is like last year, it was all about self-care and self-love and all that stuff, right? Are you getting your self-care in? Self-care. And at the time, self-care was only bubble baths and and affirmations and meditations. It wasn't exercise because God forbid, right? That didn't meet the agenda of the self-care movement. The self-care movement, I think, fucked over so many of you because people are like, well, it's just not feeling aligned to me right now. I just don't really just, I'm just not really feeling called to do that. And I'm just feeling really sad right now. And, And listen, I'm not saying that you're not entitled to feel the way you want to feel. But again, how the fuck do you want to fucking feel? So what I want to do with today's episode is kind of like a swift kick in the arse, right? And say like, yeah, I fucking get it. Life has thrown you some stupid fucking awful goddamn bullshit, honey. I fucking know it. And I'm so fucking sorry for that. And you should have never had to gone through what you fucking went through, right? I'm so sorry. I don't know what it's like to have been through what you've been through. So I'm not even going to attempt that. But what I just want to say is that I'm sorry. I'm sorry that you did. I'm sorry that you're not going to get the apology that you want from the people that really owe you a fucking apology. I'm sorry. But at the end of the day, what the fuck do you want, right? And 99.9% of you are going to say, like I said, I want to feel confident. I want to feel sexy. I want to feel all of these fucking things. So this episode is about 
helping you create framework to fucking be that person, despite everything that you have been through, right? So this episode is the epitome of tough love. All right, meet me back here in a second and we're going to fucking break it down. I'm going to make shit happen for you. Yeah, and listen no to her bitch face Cause this girl doesn't really fuck with shame Cause she too busy winning this game By a landslide, and I can't lie She the type, the type to die living Cause she know, she know that it's more than just existing And the Davis type chick with the hair out All the fuck boys in the back getting scared now But I'm just mesmerized by the starlight in her eyes And I wonder if we can find a ray or two to occupy together and king who be reigning forever but that's just for another day right now i just love the way she moves someone might have to resuscitate me cuz i'm full behind you know when you have a 13 minute intro that this is going to be a good episode cuz clearly now i am on fire I've had resistance, as I mentioned, to recording this episode. My nose itches for some weird kind of crackhead reason. I don't know what's happening, but I'm just itchy, irritated, and having a really hard time expressing the way I feel. And everything that I've recorded thus to this point has been shit, fucking shit, fucking garbage. I don't even want it in your ears. And now I'm pissed off and I'm just going to talk. And I think that this is the greatest shit that I ever created. So hopefully this is exactly what you needed to hear. But my intention for today's episode was to speak specifically to the women who keep saying they want something, but they're doing something else instead. Now, what ends up happening is if you say that you want something, hey, just side note, right? Like this is this is so bad form for a podcast, but I just did a whole blog post on this about women that say that they want something and then they end up doing something else instead. And what ends up happening essentially to your like vibes, to your psyche, to like the way you show up. So if you want, you can go to melissaronda.com and check out the blog post that I did. The name of that blog post is Solving 99% of Your Weight Loss Problems with This Free Post. (laughs) So look for that blog post title, but I'm talking you specifically through some of the mindset pieces. And what happens is that when you say that you want something, but then immediately following, give a laundry list of reasons as to why you cannot have it, and then you don't do it, you are disempowering yourself every single time that you say that. And your word truly means nothing. It's kind of like the boy who cried wolf, right? Like everyone knows that story. That's what really ends up happening is your your mind goes, yeah, yeah, bitch, I know you don't fucking mean shit, right? Like whatever, you're going to do a diet. We know you ain't, right? And that's kind of like what can happen with your brain. And that's what I don't want for you, right? And I know that you don't want that either. That's why you're listening to this episode. So this is what I wanted to talk you through. If you keep saying that you want to lose weight, but then you come up with all of these other reasons as to why, I want you to know you're totally fucking normal. (laughs) Congratulations. This is part of the way that our brains work, right? Because what ends up happening, the emotional part of our brain 
ends up looking for potential problems, what it does is it takes information from either past experiences or just energetically your beliefs because the way that like our parents raised us. So our energetic expectations for life, our past experiences, sometimes it can be even things that we've seen in movies or we've heard about or we've had emotional trauma from a childhood, but sometimes it doesn't even have to be that. Sometimes it's just sort of like beliefs that we have about the way that life is supposed to work. So what ends up happening is you'll say things like, I really want to lose weight, right? Like my jeans don't even fit. I'm going into December and I'm not happy about this. But then the subsequent thought that you have, your emotional brain draws from past experiences, right? So your brain's going to go, well, yes, Melissa, but the past diet that you did didn't really go well. And we remember that. And that was like really fucking sucks, super bad. And you hated doing that thing. And that wasn't great. And blah, 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 blah. Right. That's what ends up happening. So your brain goes, yeah, you're right, Melissa. That's a lot. Let's not do that. What might end up coming up for you is fear about past, most often the thoughts that we have, those subsequent thoughts. So the first thoughts, the want, the subsequent thought is usually a fear-based thought that's drawing on our emotional brain. And those fears are usually based around failure, change, and if I'm being honest, actual fucking work. So let me break those down for you. Often women, and I mentioned this in the last episode, women, men, whatever, it doesn't matter. We like to warp time. So the number one fear that comes up for people is failure. And they'll say, well, like, well, I've done this, I've done diets before and it hasn't gone well. So now I'm feeling fearful that this diet is also going to be another failure. This is super duper common and it makes total sense because your emotional brain is drawing on past experiences that it's had to jump to conclusions. Now, here's the thing. Do you remember that movie, The Office Space? That was like a cult classic. I love that movie. And then that guy creates that mat. It's like a mat on the floor. And it's called the jump to conclusion mat. And you would like jump like a hopscotch thing. And you would jump to these conclusions. And that's kind of what I think about what the brain does when we want something. So like you can think about your wants as like your whiny kid, right? And then the adult comes in as kind of like, quote, the practical mind, right? So the kid comes in and goes, but mommy, I want this. And then the mom goes, yes, honey, but you can't have that because you're going to get cavities and then you're not going to take your nap later. You're going to spoil your dinner. And so like you're coming in to squash all the hopes and dreams of the child. But truth be told, most of the time, Parents are protecting their children from actual things that they need to be protected from. But most of the time, your brain isn't protecting you in your best interest. Because if you are overweight, your biggest threat is obesity. And people like to shy away from this because they feel like it's shaming people. But I want you to know and fucking get this. My dad died from obesity. My dad died from diabetes and then all of his organs shut down and I lost my dad to fucking obesity, okay? So let's just call it what it is, right? So our brains would rather keep us safe 
because it's going, well, yes, but you know, Melissa, you've had, you've tried diets before and they haven't gone that well. And I'm going, but mommy, I want to go on a diet. I want to lose this weight. Now in this, in this analogy, like the parent is not, does not have the child's best interest in mind because truly the biggest fear I should have is getting really fucking sick from obesity. And again, I mean this with love, but do you know how many times women will come to me and they will say, oh my God, I want to do this program, but you know, like, I don't know that I want to spend this money. And I'm thinking this is fucking nothing compared to what you're going to spend. Like even going to a doctor's office and paying your fucking deductible or your copay, like this is fucking nothing compared to what you're going to to spend. And trust me, I saw my dad's medical bills for the months that he was bedridden before he ended up passing away. But our brains don't think like that. So the parents in this kind of brain analogy does not always have the kid's best interest in mind because it's all this fear-based thought that isn't going to produce anything useful or different because it's always telling you, yeah, but Melissa, remember, remember that last diet you did. So it's kind of like keeping you in this house of your own prison out of fear, right? The second fear that ends up coming up for people is change. Now, you may know that you aren't happy right now, but at least you know how you feel. You know what you eat, you know how you live, you know what you wear, and you know what life is like every day for you. It may not be where you wanna be, but you know it, okay? Now, the second fear that comes up for people is just changing in general. And this comes up for a lot of people that had a pretty tumultuous childhood. I see this a lot. I saw this in myself as well. Like, if you're kind of always living on rocky ground, when you sort of have consistency, whether it's good consistency or not, you just feel a little bit safer knowing that like you can know what to expect day in and day out. And while it may feel monotonous, it actually in a way feels safe because at least you kind of can know what to expect. So the idea of like changing your habits, changing the way you eat, or now infusing fitness into your life, that's kind of like, whoa, 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 whoa. Like I've just now had gotten things to where I feel like I can breathe. But the truth be told, again, this is kind of like that parent that doesn't really have your best interests in mind. It's like, are you really breathing or are you kind of suffocating? <laughs> so you need to really check in with yourself and say like, okay, is this really like, am I really living this life that I want to be living right now? Because again, our mind, it's emotional. I want you to think about the way that you make decisions is like a pregnant woman (laughs) or like a woman with like the worst period, right? Which I have my period right now. So that's probably why I was having resistance to recording this episode in the first place. But it's not always rational. That's what I want you to get. Like the fears that you have don't always make sense. And that's why I wanted to create this worksheet for you. Because when you can put them on paper, you kind of go, oh, wait a minute, (laughs) there's actually a solution to that, right? And that fear felt so scary, but is that really scary? I'm not entirely sure. It seems like something I could totally fucking handle. But when it's in your brain and not on paper, it just all, all that your brain chemically, your body in general, just feels scared and that's enough. Like you don't really need to think it through. You're, you're just scared, 
Okay, so taking it into journaling is going to help you create something that is tangible and you get to fucking decide from there, right? You are no longer a victim to your circumstance. You are in the fucking driver's seat. Okay, now the third fear that comes up for people, and again, I mean this with love, I always mean everything with love, and you know that, but I feel like I have to say that. The third thing that comes up for people is fear of actually having to do the work, right? Here's the deal, like if you are overweight, I think there's so many diets out there that are telling you it's fast and easy and like anybody can fucking do it. I'm here to tell you the truth, not anybody can fucking do it. Now, yes, I am not special, So it's not, you don't have to be a special person to do it, but you do have to be a fucking person who's willing to do the work in order to get the results that you want. Often people have the fear of actually doing the work. When truth be told, the work is the best part. Now, I was having such a shitty day, right? And like, even though I didn't have my best workout, I went to the gym and I and I had my time. Like I view the gym as my time. I, I When I eat healthy food, I feel good, right? Like, so, so much of this work, we're all scared of like this work we have to do. Like work isn't a bad thing, right? I think what comes up for a lot of people is they feel already like they feel anxious and they feel like, busy and the thoughts in their head are like, I'm busy. I have so much to do. Nothing could get done without me. I have to do everything for everyone. If everyone else would do what they're supposed to do, then I would have time to work out. You know, if my husband would help around the house, then maybe I could meal prep on Sunday. So of course they're feeling fucking busy and freaking the fuck out about work, right? But it's the thoughts that they have in their head that are creating the result that they get. So knowing that there is going to be fucking work, but reframing the work as it's fucking fun, right? It really is fun. And maybe what you need to learn here is that maybe you need to talk to your spouse, Maybe you need to like set some boundaries, right? Maybe you are codependent. Probably, right? Like I tend to attract people that are just like me. I'm super codependent. It's something I've been working through. So I've had to learn to allocate and I've had I've had to learn allocate isn't the word I wanted. Whatever the word is. <laughs> you know the message. I've had to give people work to do because before then I did all the work for everyone, right? But that was a choice that I made. Now, I don't want to get entirely off track as as though I, I know that I already have because that's all that we do together, right? But I want you to get from today's episode is that if you have desires and you're, that's that child part of you that's like, I want to lose weight. I want to feel good. I want to have these things. I want you to imagine that All of that shit that's coming in that's going, yeah, but you can't because of this. It won't work because of that. Remember that last time? I want you to think about that that noise in your head as like this terrible parent that doesn't have your best interest in mind. Because all that is is part of your emotional brain that is meant to protect you. This is how we are made as human beings. And I've talked about this before. The idea that like if we were surviving in the wild and you just kind of knew that like, oh my God, a lion will fucking eat me. I know this because I saw my cousin eaten by a lion, right? Your brain will remember that information and go lions are dangerous. But you need to know and fucking just come to terms with the fact diets aren't dangerous. You're not bad at diets. You're drawing on past experiences that are fear-based and they're creating your reality, thus creating your future. And the 
only one who gets to decide that it's any fucking different is you. You get to decide, no, fuck you, mom. Fuck you, mom voices in my brain. You're just trying to protect me, but you gotta let me live my life, mom. And what I want is to fucking work out and I want to eat right and I want to make healthy choices and, and I want to change my life. Like you're gonna have to break through those fears and then prove your brain wrong. Then what will happen is your brain's gonna fire differently in the way that my brain fires. Well, your brain's very unique, but just the idea that like I, my brain, is wired to to associate the gym with feelings of like my oasis right to me my going to the gym is like oh my god I get to get out of the house and I get to fucking take a break but that doesn't happen without you making the decision that I'm going to attempt to rewire all these beliefs and these thoughts that I have and the only way to do that is to take action And then look back on that, like consistent action, consistently getting into the gym and then leaving there and going, oh man, I actually feel so much better when I go. I'm so glad that I did that, right? Or choosing a healthy dinner with an abundance of vegetables and zero processed food. You look back at nine o'clock at night and you go, you know what? I'm so happy that I made the decision to eat that healthy dinner. And you accumulate enough of those experiences and your brain's going to completely rewire that. So you won't be at a place in which you're triggered and you have fear around eating right or exercise because your brain has learned, oh no, this is this is safe, this is good. And then your mom just like leaves you the fuck alone, right? There's no more fear around that because your brain learns there's nothing to fear that this is actually a wonderful, exciting experience, right? But it's so much harder to just say it then do it. And I understand that. I appreciate that. We're going to talk about that in weeks to come. I'm actually rewiring my brain to love Christmas. I've had really, I've had such a hard time with Christmas because I have no family, like literally no one. I have a lot of trauma and drama around anything related to holidays. And I don't really like the idea of like feeling stressed out about buying people things. Like I'd rather just spend time with people. But regardless, the idea of hating Christmas has really served a victim side of me for a long time. And I needed that. But I'm actually decided now that I don't want to hate Christmas anymore. I want to actually love it. I want to learn to love it. It doesn't have to be like, like I can still be sad about not having the my family and also be happy about having my family that I do have, having my husband and my children and my stepchildren and, and my in-laws. My in-laws are great. My sister's sister-in-law, my brother-in-law, all of that, right? So it's not mutually exclusive. I don't have to just hate the entire holiday. But to rewire my brain actually takes work because the second I hear a Christmas song, I am like, it just makes me want to throw up. Because in years past, I've created the thought in my head that I hate Christmas. So the second Christmas music starts, I'm like, ah, fuck this. I hate this shit, right? You can feel the same way about going on a diet or starting a new fitness program, right? You're drawing on past experiences and creating a a potential outcome, but you are creating your destiny just by making the fucking decision, right? So you get to fucking decide how you want that to go, right? I'm gonna decide that I want to have a great Christmas, so I'm gonna do the daily work that it takes to rewire my brain to say, no, actually, I'm really blessed. Actually, I'm really lucky. Actually, this can be a fun experience, And then I'm going to have a fun experience, which is going to teach my brain that Christmas is safe. It's it's safe to love it, 
right? So I'm sharing that with you because it's safe for you to eat right. It's safe for you to start working out. If you keep drawing on past experiences to make decisions on what you're going to do, you're never going to fucking change, right? And that's not what we want. So what I did is I created a worksheet for you. So actually a good way to grab this is if you don't want to click in the show notes is you can go to melissaronda.com and on the tab on my menu, there's a tab for free stuff. Click that free stuff and look for episode number 99. You'll see it right at the top there. I created a worksheet for you and it's going to walk you through how to create the life and the body that you want. We're going to talk about what you want. So what that child mind wants. Then we're going to talk about that mom, the mom that's coming in and saying, yes, but honey, you need to be careful of this. And what about that? Right? So we're going to acknowledge that she's there. We're going to acknowledge that these fears are coming up for you. But then what we're going to do is we're going to talk about, okay, but if these situations do occur, what are we going to do about it? So we're going to talk about the fears, right? But then we're going to create solutions to those problems. So if it does occur that you're having resistance to getting into the gym that day, you're going to have some solutions available to you so that you can solve that problem because that's the only way you're going to be able to break through. You're going to have to learn so the fuck what. Like, yes, this is coming up for me. I'm having resistance. I don't want to go to the gym today. So the fuck what? What's the fucking solution? Because there's always a fucking solution if you choose to be a solution-based person. So go to melissaronda.com, check the tab for free stuff, and then you can just grab the worksheet for episode number 99 of the Bad Bitches Losing Weight podcast. Get started on that right away. I can't remember. It's like six steps. I don't know, but it's fucking great because it's going to really help you break apart all the fears you have and, and leave you feeling really fucking equipped to take actionable tactical steps to creating the life and the body that you want. Thanks so much for joining me today. Hey, listen, guys, full disclosure, you guys are really slowing down on the ratings and reviews of the podcast, and that's how we move up the chart. So please do me a favor, take two seconds, hit that five-star rating on iTunes, and then give me a review, just a few words, what you love about the podcast. It would mean so much to me, and it helps us reach other ladies. So that means a lot to me too. So thanks so much for joining me today and I will see you all on Friday. I hope my next girl be a poet That she bad his fight and she know it He stay, we just get a little closer Blowing tree and sipping some mimosas, yeah And I hope she mad chill That she smart as fuck and always keep it real that a whole life she done better still with some piece of love that this world needs to heal. Yeah, and this a note to her bitch face. Cause this girl doesn't really fuck with shame. Cause she too busy winning this game. By a landslide, and I can't lie. She the type, the type to die living. Cause she know, she know that it's more than just existing. And the Davis type chick with the hair out. All the fuck boys in the back getting scared now. But I'm just mesmerized by the starlight in her eyes. And I wonder if we could find a ray or two to occupy together. And king who be reigning forever, but that's just for another day. Right now, I just love the way she moves. Someone might have to resuscitate me, cause I'm floored by how she operates. Goddamn, she make it mighty hard to concentrate. I hope that's gonna be a poet. That she bad.